0: Welcome to the Live Lauren podcast in the place of celebrating juicy, soulful, whole living. The place of leaning into a flow of energy and ecstasy and joy for the wholeness of life that is there and flows and just like the sun shines and never ever stops shining, that is always there and always present and leading into an openness, an openness to that joy of life, of the whole, the whole, of everything that it is to be alive. Oh, I don't know how this is all actually going to communicate or articulate. I got such a strong sense today. So I've got this one group, and um, it is actually around Mickey's work, which is very interesting because something that Mickey once said that really, like, struck me was... Your goals and dreams are not the gateways or the keys to your happiness. They're actually the limitation of your happiness. Because you're defining a very set, narrow set of circumstances under which you will have this elation and this ecstatic aliveness and joy. And everything else is a letdown or not not that that place. And it's like... Someone in the we had a, that's okay. So someone in the group posted this thing about some sort of moon thing happening, and this is the time to set your desires and your list of things that you dream of and you want to have and imagine you have them now. And it's like this is the time for all your desires and dreams to come alive. And I just like I find at the moment like I just not really relating to that. It's almost like a I don't know like a radio station I can't tune into right now because there 's something beyond that like i, I don't it 's almost like that i 'm not happy now, <laughs> like something 's missing now, <laughs> so <laughs> there has to be something else or some other place outside that 's going to create the sense of joy and fulfillment and aliveness and ecstasy and bliss and gratitude and wow now the thing is like I just got such a strong sense of it felt like a booby prize, like this whole theme of law of attraction of. Desires, of wish lists, of, of visioning, just felt like a booby prize because whatever it is, whatever I think, I so dislike. If I had that, oh my God, would I be so happy? If I was working in that profession with those people, if oh, I lived in that house, or I had that relationship, or I had those friends, or I had that holiday, or I had that amount of money, oh my God, would life be amazing? And the thing is that for a short period of time, life would be, but stuff is going to happen. It doesn't matter how amazing something is, the novelty and the newness and the everything of it wears off when it's on the outside. And it is like a booby prize. It's not addressing, I don't want, I don't want a booby prize. I want the long standing. I want the joy and flow and aliveness that is there no matter what. That joy and ecstasy for being part of this whole adventure and story, this whole choreography of this most amazing play, production, novel, that has all the elements, that has tragedy and ecstasy and pain and pleasure. And it's got all of it woven in. And it's like the most incredibly woven and choreographed piece that I get to be part of and experience and witness in the short little time that I'm here experiencing this grand production. And I want to be happy to be at the whole thing. I want to be open no matter what. Oh, yeah, so there was such a strong sense of I don't want to have happy when this or when that. I want to be happy in all of it, all the time. Just for the opportunity to experience, to be so like, wow, enamored. Where there's this buffet of flavors. And I just want to experience all the flavors. I don't just want all the different profiles of sweet. I want to taste bitter and sour and disgusting and light and luscious and juicy and cringy. It's like the more diverse flavors. I just want as much of the experiential palate as possible. Why would I turn down? Why? Just to be alive and amazed and in awe of the wholeness oh so yeah there was just such a such a strong sense of that today and in this chapter five of mickey's around this flow of energy and that there's always there's an energy oh i love it so much there's an energy that flows that is beyond age that is beyond sleep that is beyond food that's why you can have people in their 80s and 90s who are so vibrant and alive, and you can have people in their 20s that just feel so worn out and drained and heavy. And it's an energy that is always available. I, I love it. Actually, this use of the phrase in this chapter of it being like a birthright that it's always there, just like the sun. The sun is always there, it's always shining. Just because the earth turns and you're on a part of the earth that's not getting the sunlight reaching it. It's not that the sun isn't shining. So I don't want to block this amazing flow of energy ah, that is available all the time. Wow, 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 wow. It's just like when you actually start to contemplate, because Mickey talks about like different circumstances when you notice yourself. Open and close. Just watch yourself. Just watch yourself in the day. Who are you opening to? Who are you closing to? And why? And who is deciding? And when someone behaves in a certain way, oh, we open and blossom and smile. And when someone behaves in another way that isn't in line with what we like or appreciate, we close. But who? Who is deciding on this opening and closing? Opening and closing. Wow, wow, wow. It was interesting because I had this like whole like insight, and then there was also this line around. Um, oh God, it was also something like, "You're here, here." This is also from Mickey. Like we're here to enjoy life, but not define what needs to happen in order to enjoy life. Like just to enjoy, we're here to enjoy all of it, just the same way as we enjoy different genres of movies. And I just think like I have some movies that I absolutely love and some of them really hard and they may not end all upbeat but they're still, they're so beautiful and there's beautiful elements and even though it's tragic it's like people go see like a tragedy like Romeo and Juliet and they come out like sobbing, sobbing, sobbing and phoning a friend and telling them oh my god you've got to come see this production but they're like sobbing but they're still raving about it So just the same way to be open to embracing the full spectrum of this human experience in such wonderment and fascination and awe and letting it all in. Because then I got very excited and I shared with a friend who's not necessarily reading this chapter and she's like, but isn't there a time that it's good to close? You know, like if you have a window and it starts raining and storming, you don't want it to get all wet inside. So you close the window Or maybe there's some smoke or some sandstorm and you close the window. That's just so interesting because they're different levels. Like, yes, on the physical realm, like things like if we're in objects, if we're in physical objects, like rainstorm coming into a house, or even if emotionally or even thought wise, if you're in any of the objects, even inside objects, where if someone's, if you get into like abuse dynamics, where someone is being abusive, whether it's physically, emotionally, mentally, yes, there boundaries, limits, all of that. It's all applicable to the outside like the object, the world of objects, whether they're inside or outside. But in terms of closing on an emotional level, I don't mean emo- okay, this is no I don't mean emotional object level. I mean closing in terms of only being willing to experience certain aspects or flavours of life and closing to not want experience. So only want to experience joy, but not wanting to experience sadness. So under no point is there ever any value in closing on that level of not letting life in. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I am going to leave and love you um, I am going to play even Exit song because you're welcome to sign off now. But I am going to share a story that came up in improv when somebody asked and I've, I've shared the story before so that's why I love and leave you, it's the story of the 9-11 with Tony Robbins and it was just very significant because my friend asked about But surely their time is good to close. And it's like, yes, in certain instances and circumstances, when we're talking about certain, like, elements of being in danger, physically, mentally, emotionally, but in terms of closing to actually feel the whole spectrum of life, um, there, no, I I really, I don't believe. Um, And along that vein, if you've heard this before, I say goodbye now. Otherwise, like me, I can actually just hear stories over and over and over again. So in improv we have a game, a really amazing game, it's so fun, where it's like someone has a problem and they take up this chair and they ask for good, bad and ugly advice. Now, good bad, good advice is really sound advice, someone gets to do that. Someone gets to do bad advice, which is really like horrendous, you don't want to follow it, and ugly advice is complete wild card, you have no idea which way or what direction it's going to go. And somebody came, one of the questions was that This person had a trip planned to America and the last time she went, right at the time of going, she tripped and had a really bad fall and she began to have like intensive surgery. And now she's coming around again to go to the States. And she's almost like she's really worried about going and concerned because there's almost like this wiring of, if I go, something's going to happen, I'm going to break my leg. And this whole thing of the past, carrying the past with and setting up a precedent of the past and almost expecting, and that it's worth shutting out life because of a past event. I just like the story came up so strongly to share. And then again, my friend asking me about, but surely there are times it's good to close. And it was too much. I just had like too many things in the space of like 12 hours related to the story that I am going to share it again here now. If you've heard it before, mwah, mwah if you're welcome to hear it again. So a little bit of creative license, but the essence of the story will definitely be there. So Tony runs an event called Date with Destiny once a year. This particular year was Hawaii or somewhere like that. And somewhere along the course of the event, everybody went to sleep. And 9-11 happened in the early hours of the morning of wherever they were. So this entire group with a few thousand people wake up to this news of 9-11. And there was a whole wide spectrum of responses. You had people from America, from outside of America. You had people that had Muslim like affiliations. You had people that were like East-West um, terrorism. There was just so much. People that responses of flight Fright, freeze, anger, submission, just just a whole shebang, and it was how Tony managed this day and I heard the story from Peter Sage, who was one of Tony's youngest trainers who I had like phenomenal trainings with in South Africa, and he said there was one particular woman whose share really was iconic and phenomenal for so much of the group and set almost like a precedent and and certain energy that everybody in the group would leave there with and as tony invited people to get up and share this one woman gets up and she says you know i'm in a relationship now with a guy who's absolutely crazy about me and for the longest time now he's really been asking us to take our relationship to the next level and she said you know like i'm just so scared i have been so scared she said you know I was in a relationship i was with the love of my life before this relationship now and really this person that we'd been through ups and downs with so much we were so committed to being in the long haul for one another and we would navigated through challenging spaces together and we were going to build our life together and i was crazily in love with him and he died in a car accident And it was so devastatingly painful that I see now that the meaning that I gave that was that love equals pain. When you open your heart wide to love, it's only going to equal pain. And she said the pain was so devastating that she decided she didn't ever want to open her heart like that again. And then she met this other guy who wouldn't let go. (laughs) He was a great guy. And she just kept, kept him at a distance. And even, she said, even with me coming on this, we had a oh, big argument. Why am I coming here? Why am I spending this money? Why time apart? da 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 She said, we had this terrible argument. And I left because I knew I had to be here. And she said, and now I know. I know why I came. She said, last night, they had a speaker. It was a woman, who a deaf woman, who recapped and shared some of her story about how when she was born, they didn't actually know she was deaf. They thought she was mentally retarded, so she got misdiagnosed and she got put in a home for like retarded or school for retarded kids. So she wasn't really given the stimulation or the engagement or anything because they didn't realize that here was this creative, intuitive, um, beautiful young child who just couldn't hear. (laughs) And she was also sexually abused in her youth, teen years, um, later properly diagnosed. Um, but throughout her life, in her late teens, early 20s, she went through cancer like twice. Once she was lying on a beach, and a beach 4x4 rode over her face. And this comedian, comedian stand-up comedian, telling, recapping all of the story, shared how so much of her life she carried all of her past with her and she said one day a friend of hers had entered into a stand-up comedy festival performance um show and something happened that she had to cancel last minute but she still had her entry and she said to her, go 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 please just go you're so hilarious just go don't waste do just let's not waste a ticket i've got my spot i just can't go you go and she goes, and she performs, and she does exceptionally well. I think she have even won that. And she starts to take, like, the stand-up comedy as, like, a possible thing, you know, to take a bit more seriously. And it grows, and it develops, and she gets a show, and it develops into a career. And ultimately, she shared the message that, she said, like, you can't. My personal experience, I would say, like, you can't travel into the future, lugging around all the weight of the past and looking into the rear view mirror of the past. Because if you're looking into the rear view mirror of the past, you cannot see what is in front of you. You're going to crash. You're a danger unto yourself. You're a danger unto all of those around you. You have to just look forward. You cannot carry the past. And she said, after that, I knew I was here because that's exactly what I've been doing. I've been looking into the rear view mirror of my past saying that love equals pain. And here I had the most amazing guy. So she said, I phoned him and I was so excited. Of course, because of the hour, he didn't answer. But I left a message on his phone and I said, Honey, I'm so excited. I love you so, so much. I know. I know what I've been doing. I sold myself that love equals pain. I didn't want to open up to you and a life together and your depth of your love for me. And she said, that's why I came here. And I love you and I want to get married. And when I come back, let's get married. And I want you to know how much I love you and I want to live this amazing life with you and I want to open my heart to us and our life together. And the next morning, she wakes up to a voice note from him that describes that he's on the hundredth and something floor of the World Trade Center. And they've just been hit. And this voice note gets played for the audience at Tony's event. And her boyfriend says to her, you know, you can hear the screams of the people in the corridors and the commotion. He says, I don't know what's going to happen, and I don't know if I'm going to get out of this building. But I want you to know that if I do die today, I die the happiest man on earth. Having listened to your message. And here was this young woman who had made a decision the first time that love equals pain, devastating pain. And she didn't want to experience that again. So she decided to close to love. And here she had every single right in the world to stand up in front of this audience and say, See, I told you, love equals pain. Look what happened. I opened my heart wide, wide open again. And look what happened. Love equals pain. But she didn't. In front of this entire audience, she stood up and she said, I've lived that story before, and I know where that story ends. And I don't want that life. She said, if I had opened my heart, yes, he may have died in this world church center this, this today, last night, this early hours of the morning. But she said, I would have had a depth of connection. I would have had memories. I would have had so much more in the time that we had together. And she said, I don't want to. Go into my future, looking at the rearview mirror of my past, I want to be wide open to life, all of it, and not to close, not for anything, not nothing is worth closing for. and to live boldly and whole and open to everything that life has to bring and offer. And this was huge for the entire audience in terms of something that it's set or in terms of what people took away from this event (sighs) so precious soul I do also agree that I feel it like it's not it's not worth closing it's not things may be exceptionally ecstatic things may be exceptionally difficult but to kind of be be with that flow be with that movement, allow it, allow life to penetrate us to the fullest extent, knowing that we are always safe, there's nothing, nothing for me at this point in my journey feels like it's worth closing for, so may we, boldly, bravely, courageously, vulnerably, tenderly, compassionately, faithfully travel into our moments with hearts wide open letting go of the past letting go of the future and as much as possible just being fully engaged in the present open, hearts wide open not that that's an easy ticket but it definitely is the most beautiful Happy adventuring, precious light.